The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Ketubot has been dedicated by our dear friend Mr. Elliot Shasho. Hashem Yishmineu Vehayehu. May the Zikrut of the Limud of Masechet Ketubot stand for him that he should have Be'ajat Hashem, Ashana Tovam Borechet, Osher Ve'osher Ve'chavod, Shalom Bayit, Ve'atzlacha Be'chol Ma'asei Yadav, and Be'ajat Hashem may he continue to be a supporter of Torah and all holy uh, projects. Amen. Daphnun Zayin. Today's daf has been dedicated by Mr. Victor Gindi, Hashem Yishmeru Vehayehu, for continued Hatzlacha in all his uh, endeavors, continued success, Bidiut, health, happiness, and all good things. Amen. Today's daf is being studied in Rishmat of Rabbi Esther. Uh, we begin today's daf on Zayin Amud Lishon. We are like eight lines from the top. We are starting from Ki Atar Avdimi Amar Bishimon Ben Pazi Amar Biyushua Ben Levi Mishum Bar Kapara. Gemara Ki Atar Avdimi Amar Bishimon Ben Pazi Amar Biyushua Ben Levi Mishum Bar Kapara. Mahloket. Now the Gemara is going to go to define the original Mahloket we learned on the Amud Bet of the previous daf. The Mahloket between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yose. The Mahloket over there was when a lady uh, is Mohel, the Ketubah, or the husband, let's say, is Mo, uh, says she's going to give the wife less than 200 zoos in the Ketubah, and all this is done Be'alpeh. Right, he does it verbally. When the lady accepts it, but it's verbally. There was no written uh, document. So there we had a fantastic Mahloket between the Biyose and the Biyuda. Rabbi Yoseh came along and said that the Tanai is going to be Kayam. Which means even though it's verbal, and he's being matneh, it doesn't matter, Tanai Kayam, and therefore he does not have to give her the full Ketubah. Whereas Rabbi Yudah came along and said that when it's Alpeh, it's considered you're being matneh, even though Ketubah is Drabbanan, but the rabbis put a fence around the Drabbanan, and therefore the Tanai is going to be Batel. So that's a machlokat, Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yoseh, a tenai alpeh, is the tenai batel or not? Now the subject of the Gemara is, at what point was this tenai made? Which means we're going to define the scenario that Rabbi Yudah and Rabbi Yoseh argued on a tenai alpeh. So the Gemara begins, The machlokat is what? We'll wait for the Gemara to define us terminologies. Aval besof ledevrei akol ena mohenet. Rabbi Yochanan Amar ben bezu ben bezu machloket. Good. Comes Rabbi Abu to explain the terminologies. Amar Rabbi Abu ledidi mefarsheli mined Rabbi Yochanan. I can explain according to Rabbi Yohanan that Rabbi Yohanan would say that me and Rabbi Yoshua ben Nevi are really not arguing on each other it's just semantics you know what he's calling one thing I'm calling another thing and therefore we're really saying the same thing how? Terminologies. Tehillah of Rabbi Yoshua means Tehillah Kupa. Umay Sof, Sof Bi'ah. 
So easy way to remember that is, according to this version, it's extremes. Ta'ila means before the chuppah, and sof means at the end of the bi'ah. And Rabbi Yeshua makes sense. Mahluk, it's going to be bitchila, which means before the chuppah. Is the tonight going to be batel or not? However, after the bi'ah, everybody's going to say, and I'm mochelet, because already she had the bi'ah already. Now we're going to start changing the uh, conditions of the ketubah. You want to you uh, chisel the ketubah down? Good. will say, and when I came along and said ben bezu ben bezu mahloket, which means Abu Hanan said mahloket ben betchila ben besof tehilat kupa besof kupa. I meant mahloket betchilat kupa exactly like Rabbi Yosef ben David said. And when it says sof, sof means sof kupa, which is also a mahloket. Which is really Tehilat Pi'ah. And I'll say what? That Besof Pi'ah, everybody's going to say what? In Amuhilat. Which means it's going to come out according to the way that Babu's understanding the Mahloket. It's really no Mahloket. I mean, Rabbi Yoshua bin Nevi and Rabbi Anan basically are saying the same thing. And let's review the same thing. Tehilat Pi'ah, everybody's going to say Mahloket. Sof Pi'ah. That's the other extreme. Everybody's going to say divrei akol in a mochelit, in a mochelit, and there's also going to be a machloket as well. Besof chupa, because the Yoshua ben Nevi only said that's divrei akol in a mochelit besof biah, but what besof chupa, which is really tehilat biah. Everybody's going to say it's going to be it's going to be a machloket as well. Good. So therefore, Rabbi Abu was able to square it off. Or the way he's understanding it, that there will be no mahloket. That is another version of this mahloket of Rabbi Yeshua ben Nevi and Rabbi Yohanan. Ki ataravin, when Ravin came from Eris Yisrael, Amar Bishmon ben Pazi, Amar Yeshua ben Nevi, Mishum Bar Kapra, mahloket lebesof. Amar betchila, devreha kol mochelet. And the mahloket is lebesof, we'll see what lebesof means, but betchila, Everyone says that they would, she would be mohel. The Rabbi Yochanan Amar Ben Bezu Ben Bezu Machloket Amar Rabbi Abu. Okay, again Rabbi Abu comes in this version and says Ledidi Mefarshile Mine. The Rabbi Yochanan. I can explain Alibad Rabbi Yochanan and to say what the Anav Rabbi Yosheb Ben Nevi Lo Palginen Hadadi. Rabbi and Rabbi Yosheb Ben Nevi really are not arguing. Oh, how's that possible? So we go with terminologies again. My lebesof tamar biyoshu ben nevi sof chupa, umay tehilat tehilat chupa. Good. So therefore, keep terminology. Sof is sof chupa, and tehilat is tehilat chupa. And therefore, let's read the biyoshu ben nevi. When the biyoshu ben nevi says machloket lebesof, that means it's a machloket besof chupa. And when he came along and said tehilat, everybody's modeh that shall be mohelet. That's tehilat chupa. Continue to give a vechi ka'amina anan. I will say, when I came along and said, Ben bezu, ben bezu, ma'loket, tehilat pi'ah, vesof pi'ah. Which is, if Yohanan came along and said, ma'loket, ben betehilah, ben besof. So I say, tehilah means tehilat pi'ah. Tehilat pi'ah, which is really equal to sof, chupah. And therefore, it's ma'loket. And there'll be ma'loket also in sof, which sof now, according to the Yohanan, means sof bi'ah. To be a mahluk as well. And Nabi Yoshua bin Nevi will be modet to that as well. Because he comes along and says that the only dibu, uh, the, the vreya kol that we're going to say mochelet is when? 
בתחילת חופה. But anything after תחילת חופה, there's going to be a מחלוקת. Once already after תחילת חופה, it's a מחלוקת. And that's exactly what Rabbi Yohanan is saying also. That מחלוקת בתחילה, he just saying מחלוקת בתחילה means תחילת, תחילה means over here, תחילת פיאה, which is סוף חופה, and מחלוקת לבסוף, which is סוף פיאה, which everybody's going to agree also, Rabbi Yohanan as well, it's going to be a מחלוקת. So basically, according to this version, what the Gemara did is it brought two different girsaot in the mahlokit of Rabbi Yoshua, Ben Nevi, and Rabbi Yohanan. And in both versions, Rabbi Abu comes along and squares them off and reconciles them that they are not arguing. Okay? They're not arguing on each other. So they to make shalom between the opinions. Amar Papa. So Rabbi Papa comes along and says, Ilav the Amar Abi Abu. If the Bi Abu didn't say it the way he did it to reconcile the opinions like he did, Lididi Mefarshili Mined Rabbi Yohanan the Anav Rabbi Yoshua Ben Levi Lo Palginan Ahadadi, which means I would have came along and said. That really, there is no mahlokit between Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi and uh, uh, Rabbi Yohanan. Lididi mefarshili mined Rabbi Yohanan, de'ana v'Rabbi Yoshua v'lo pagin adadi, which is, if it wasn't for that interpretation, again, the Papa said, if it wasn't for the interpretation that Abu said that they are not arguing, have Amina, I would have said, that what? Rabbi Yohanan, Rabbi Yoshua, Peligi. I would have said that what? That indeed, they are arguing. And I would have said, Ravdimi, Veravin, Lo Peligi. And how would he have done that? Which means, he would have made that Ravdimi and Ravin are not arguing. Which means, their terminologies really are basically saying the same. And they're applying their terminologies to a mahlokit of Rabbi Yohanan, Rabbi Yoshua, but they agree, both Rabin and Avdimi, that Rabbi Yoshua ben Nevi and Rabbi Yohanan argue in the cases. Now how would that uh, work? So the uh, Rashi explains it, or the Gemara explains it like this. My sof, here's the new terminology called Rabbi Papa, my soft Ravin. When Ravin used the terminology sof, it means sof hupa. Umay techilad kamar avdimi techilad bi'ah. Oh, so therefore they're really saying the same thing. Ravdimi and the Yohanan, their terminology is the same. Now, once their terminologies are the same, plug that in to the opinions of Rabbi Yoshua ben Nevi and Rabbi Hanan. Well, we have two different versions, right? So let's plug it in according to the version of Ravin. Okay? So what does Rabbi Yoshua ben Nevi say? Rabbi Yoshua ben says, Mahloket lebesof. Sof means what? Sof chupa. Okay? So Mahloket besof chupa. And Tehilat, Tehilat obviously means Tehilat chupa. Meaning, in Ta'ilat everybody's going to say she is Muhalit. Okay? Now, let's just go to Rabbi Yashob bin Nevi. According to Ravdimi's explanation, Ravdimi's explanation 
So the word tehila means tehilat bi'ah. Which is really sofrupa. It's the same terminology. So mahlokat betehila. Betehila, which means betehilat bi'ah. Which is the same thing in the other version as well. And besof. Sof would mean over here. Sof bi'ah. Devrea kol ena mohelet. Because it's sof bi'ah. Which means according to these rabbis, Rabbi Yoshua ben Nevi will say, Devrea kol betehilat hupa mohelet. And the Mahlogan is going to be in the middle case, which is Sof Hupa or Tihilat Bia. Each one according to the way they say, which are basically saying the same thing. That's very good. Oh, and that comes out in this version as well, according to Rabbi Yohanan. Well, let's go according to the versions again. According to Rabbi Yohanan, he says, Mahlogan Bithila and Mahlogan. Well, the way that Veen understands it, Sof means Sof Hupa. So, which means, when he says, Ravin, Sof Hupa, which means, Mahloket Tehila will be Mahloket in Tehilat Hupa, and Mahloket in Sof Hupa. Now, in Avdimi, it's Tehila means Tehilat Bia. So, therefore, according to that, it's Tehilat Bia and Sof Bia, which comes out, Rabbi Yohanan is going to say it's a Mahloket across the board. Ben Tehilat Pia, Ben Sof Pia, as well as Sof Hupa. And therefore, which is actually, actually, that's what it is Tehilat Pia and Sof Pia. And he's going to hold also to Mahlokin in Tehilat Hupa. Because the way Ravin understands Tehilat, Tehilat, I'm sorry, the way, yeah, the way Ravin understands Sof is Sof Hupa. So therefore, Tehilat is Tehilat Hupa. And he says Mahlokin in Tehilat, Mahlokin in Sof. And if you're going in the Bi'as, so it's Mahloket, Bitchrat, Bi'as, Sofia. So for the Bi'as, it's going to say Mahloket across the board. So that's the way that Papa said, I would have said it. Which means, Papa said, I would have opted to make the Mahloket between the Bi'yoshua bin Nevi and the Bi'yohanan. Which means, each one according to his Sivara, what he said. And just make uh, Ravin and Ravdimi uh, giving you the key. Of the uh, the way to understand the mahlokit between the two rabbis, I would have opted that. But since Rabbi Abu did not learn like that, so I'm not going to say it like that. Rabbi Abu opted to say what? He opted to say that there was no mahlokit really between the Yoshua Ben Nevi and the Yohanan. It's just a mahlokit between Ravin and Avdimi. How to learn the mahlokit? Which means what case were they agreeing on? So now the Gemara comes along and says. My kamash ma'alan. Papa, what are you coming to teach me at, at the bottom line? Which means, at the end you agree with the Abavu. You're just saying, if he didn't say it, I would have said it another way. But he did say it. And the Masi agreeing, which means, obviously, for some reason you believe your way is a better way of learning. Uh, why is your way a better way of learning that you would have opted for your way? So Gibra says, I'll tell you why. Hakamash Malan is coming to teach me that what the peligi tre amorae atamad nafshayu, which means I'd rather say that two amoraim are arguing with their independent sevarot, as opposed to saying velo peligi tre amorae. And not to make a mahluk between two amoraim aliba dehad amora, and not that two amoraim are arguing in what one amora said. 
which means as follows the way that she understands. According to the way Rabbi Papa said, Rabbi Papa is basically saying that what? You have a straight up mahluk between Rabbi Yoshua ben Nevi and Rabbi Yohanan in, in Deen. Which means each rabbi has their sevarot. Uh, Ravdini and Rav Avin, I mean, Ravin and Ravdini, they're not coming to, uh, you know, weigh into the mahluk. They're agreeing there is a mahluk between two rabbis, Rabbi Hanan and Rabbi Yoshua Nevi. Uh, they're just coming along to give you the, uh, the key, you know, the words, in order so you can understand what the mahluk did the two rabbis were. And we'd rather say there was a mahluk between the two rabbis, because whenever mahluk between two rabbis, this one holds, he looks at it this way, Rabbi Hanan, for example, what, what the mahluk it is, and Rabbi Yoshua, he looks at it his way, and then you can apply the law of Elu ve'elu develu im which means both opinions have a emit, both opinions have a chance uh, to see it their way, and therefore that's, that's, that's a nice way of, of establishing mahlukot. Mashiach, and if you went the other way, like Rabbi Babu, he's coming along to say, no, the rabbis are basically agreeing, which, but we have a mahlukot, in which case they were talking about. Either they were agreeing in this scenario, the way uh, Ravdimi set it up, or the way Ravin set up. Now there, well, they only, they only said one thing. They either said version A, or they said version B. One of the versions now is lying. One of the versions is shaken. I'd rather establish it that all the versions can exist, which means Ravin and Ravdimi were just arguing in not arguing, they were just in semantics. They were just giving you the terminologies of the mahlokit. But the mahlokit, according to everybody, is the same mahlokit. And uh, the mahlokit is in sevarot. And uh, I don't have a problem to make Rabbi Yoshua and Rabbi uh, Yohanan argue. Each rabbi has their logic, the way he looks at it, and both both shittot can exist the way you look at it. That's fine. But the way Rav Abu looked at it, he came with no. They're all agreeing. It's either they're agreeing in this version, or they're agreeing in the, that version. It's either Ravdimi's version of it, or it's uh, uh, and they're saying the, the disparate things, which means they are, they're agreeing, but in different in different uh, scenarios. So they're they're only arguing in one in one one version. Which version is right? So they, well, that's what Papa was going to say. Listen, if Rabbi didn't say it, my my way is a little better because I have the elu ve'elu devarim ha'im factor. But he didn't say it, and therefore he acquiesces to the opinion of Rabbi Papa. We read the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, "Notnin lebetula shene ma'asar chodesh mishetaba." It's a very important halakha. The law says that from the time that a lady, a betula that is, after she becomes an arusa, and the husband uh, is toveyaha, which means, we'll say the word proposes, uh, to get married. says, I want to marry you. So at that point, once already he's toveyaha, he makes a proposition that he wants to marry her. So then already she gets 12 months. Twelve months for what? So Rashi says, "Man nechnisatan lechupa miyom shetav rabal leachar shekidsha." After kedushin, so you shouldn't make the mistake. It's not twelve months after the kedushin. It's twelve months after he's toveya her after the kedushin. Lazira al eske chupa lachin tachshitea. She gets twelve months preparation to prepare her jewelry, to prepare her makeup. It seems it was a process. So you need, uh, uh, let's say, twelve months time. 
So the Mishnah says, is to literally to support herself, but it means to support herself with makeup and beauty and takshiti. Just like uh, she gets 12 months, so he also gets the uh, time as well. Now what does he need uh, the 12 months time? So he needs it for uh, the uh, preparing for the uh, wedding. The chupah, the su'udah, uh, etc. That's his uh, preparations. Also, he needs begadim and clothes and things like that. So, both of them respectively have uh, 12 months before they get married. So, comes the Mishnah and says, Ul almana shiloshim yom. She's an almana already. She has a makeup. She has a team already. She doesn't need that much time. So, from the time of the tibi'ah, we'll call it the proposal again. She gets uh, 30 days. And as she says, She doesn't make so much Torah. But she has it uh, in her hands. Now, obviously it has to be enough coming out. You have to know this number. So the Mishnah says, uh, The 12 months came, let's say, for the Betulah. And for some reason, they didn't get married. Now she says, For some reason, the husband is the Ma'akib over here. He's uh, delaying it. So comes the Mishnah and says, "Ochelot mishelo ve'ochlot betruma." Ochlot mishelo ve'ochlot betruma, which means now the husband has to start being giving her mizonot. Normally, mizonot support doesn't start till they get married, but once already twelve months, now already she's supposed to get married. So now already the obligation of mizonot falls on the husband. And if let's say he is a kohen and she is a bat Yisrael. Normally a queen that's married to a bat Yisrael, they eat uh, terumah. The hadith is over here. After the 12 month period, already she can start eating terumah. That she says, Ve'ochelet betrumah, im kohenu ve'i Yisraelit shemesha'ash shekincha ochelet betrumah mena Torah. Kedem afresh begibaran ve'rabaran gazur adhashta. Really from Torah law, an arusa eats uh, terumah. Once already you're engaged, the Torah says, Kenyan kaspo. Kenyan kaspo, once a person makes a kenyan on somebody, ready they eat uh, yochal. But the rabbis made a gezerah, that arusa, as we'll see, should not eat uh, terumah. But for some reason, after the 12 months, even though she's still in arusa, she starts eating uh, the terumah. And we'll see in the Gemara exactly the logic of that. <laughs> Rabbi Tarfon, Rabbi Tarfon says, Notnin la hakol terumah. So not only can she get terumah, but you can give her all her mezonot in terumah. Now you're going to ask, if you're going to give her all the mezonot and terumah, well, part of the month she becomes a nidah. When she's nidah, she becomes to me, ah, she's not able to eat this terumah. So that she says, it's okay, he could pay him to his advantage, if he has a lot of terumah, he can unload his terumah on her, as mezonot, and she'll sell it. She'll sell it, and uh, with the money she'll buy holding. So not, not, he has a right to give her all terumah, and it's a problem. Because no, no, no. Give her half terumah and half chodin. So for, for the time that she's temeah, she eats the chodin. The biyakiva holds you're not matriach the wife, uh, the potential wife to go start selling the uh, terumah now to make uh, you know money to go buy chodin. Uh, Good. Hayavam eno ma'achil betumah. Now, just as an understanding of this statement, lady was engaged. Okay, the Mishnah is going to say, even if, let's say, they had a 12-month period, now the guy died. Now we know she falls to Yibum, because Yibum applies even from Arusa. So you might have thought, that wasn't he, he passed the 12-month stage already, so 
So technically, she was eligible for Mizonot, she was eligible for Terumah. So now you would maybe think that the Yavam picks up this obligation. So the Mishnah comes along and says, Hayavam inu ma'achil that the Yavam is not ma'achil, uh, his brother's uh, uh, potential wife, widow, in Terumah. And the Mishnah says, in, in, in either cases, what's the cases? For example, Let's say, she spent six months by the husband, he died, and she spent six months by the Yavam. See, could I, yeah, 12 months, doesn't matter, she still doesn't eat. Let's say she spent 12 months minus one day by the husband, and one day by the Yavam, so again, you say, she completed, the opposite, she spent one day by the husband, and uh, 11 months, 12 months uh, minus one day by the uh, Yavam, I'm sorry, which means, tw- uh, she spent one day by the uh, Baal, and she spent uh, the rest of the year by the uh, Yavam, she doesn't eat them. I think I'm going to explain. We have to give you all these different examples for. The point is that Yavam uh, doesn't give the uh, lady to the man. What do you have to give me all these uh, situations for? Good. Let's read Rashi. Four lines on the bottom. Asta shisha chodashim ifne ba'al mehanach shnei ma'asar chodesh shakivu'im la mishetavah ba'al. That's the case of six and six. Or afil kulam ifne ba'al. Well, she did the majority, meaning the whole year minus one day. Even though you want to say that majority of the days were by the Baal. Bottom line, the husband never started his obligation of Mizonot. He was sure today. Even if you want to say, she says, <laughs> Which means, if let's say the 12 months already elapsed during the husband's life, where well, she's eating already, Mezonot, no Once he died, she stops eating the Kinyan Baal Paka. The Kinyan that the, uh, the husband has is Pokea, which means it, uh, it expires. The only difference would be that if she fulfilled the 12 months by the Baal, she would start eating at least by the Baal. And when he dies, then his Kenyan is, uh, uh, expires and she cannot eat by the Yabam. So therefore she's saying, it doesn't matter if six months, doesn't matter if you, the majority was spent by, doesn't matter if all was spent by the Baal. Once uh, he dies, there's no more Tiruma by the Yabam. Comes the Mishnah and continues. Zu Mishnah Rishona. This deen over here that says that when she reaches the time of 12 months, she starts eating tinumah, that's based on Mishnah Rishonah. That's the first uh, opinion. However, <laughs> the later rabbis came along and said, They came along and said, no. They made another gezerah. They said, for now on, we're going to make a deen, a lady cannot eat tinumah until she gets married. When I, even if there's 12 months and all that, there's no turuma until the actual, she enters the chuppah. And the Gemara will explain the logic. Comes the Gemara and begins. What is the biblical source that a betula gets 12 months? How do you know uh, this halakha uh, over here? That she has 12 months to prepare. So actually they bring it from a episode 
in this week's parasha. Amar of Hazdad, Amar Kerah, the Pasuk says, Vayomir Ahiha Veima, which means when the Ezer went to find a, a wife for Rivka, so for Yitzhak, and she went to, they went to Lavan's house, Betuel's house. So what happened? Vayomir Ahiha Veima. So Lavan, the brother of Rivka, and the father, Betuel, actually Veima, the mother, because Betuel already died. What did uh, they say? Let her stay with us. Don't take us so fast. Let her stay by us. Now we want to understand what, what are they saying? What is Yamim or Asur? So the Gibbana analyzes. If Yamim means plural, which is two days, do people talk like that? Amru They say, let us stay two days. And what does Eliezer say? Amar la. He said no. Amru So what? Didn't they normally jump to a higher number? To ten? Doesn't make sense. Which means, they're coming telling Eliezer, let us stay uh, two days. No. Okay, let us stay 10 days. What do you mean? He rejected you on uh, two days. And then you jump to 10 days. People don't talk like that. So Yamim in this pasuk cannot mean two days. Ela ma Yamim shana. Yamim over here must mean a year. Now why would Yamim be year? Dikhtiv Yamim We have a pasuk by the redemption of homes. And in certain uh, situations, you have to buy a house or a walled city. So you have a year to redeem it. So therefore the Pasuk says, Yamim And the word Yamim over there means one year. So the Gemara says, hold it. Maybe the word Yamim means a month. We have another Pasuk. Maybe it means 30 days. So the Gemara says, Yamim Setam If you're making a Gezerah Shavah, you'd rather make a Gezerah Shavah to similar words. We have Yamim Lato, and we add the Shiva Naara Yamim. So the word Yamim is equal in both Masukim. The end Danin Yamim Setam Yamim Shneimar Baim Chodesh. But I'm not going to make a Gezerah Shavah on a Yamim to a Yamim that has next to it the word Chodesh. I just learned Yamim Yamim. Yamim Lato. So it doesn't have any other um, the adjective next to it. And therefore, and what is that Yamim Lato? How much is it? A month. So what do you see over here? Uh, what does Yamim A year. So therefore, what do you see from over here? That the Betulah needs a year. Because that's what it's saying. Listen, let us stay a year. So you see, obviously that was a type of minhag. They didn't pick that number uh, arbitrarily. When they came along and said to Sheva Na'ara Yameen, they must were saying, that listen, she needs her, uh, she needs her 12 months in order to make uh, the preparations. So therefore, you see the, um, you see the source, at least of the Torah, that a Betulah gets 12 months. <coughs> Now even, no, Yameen, no, no, that's no, less. Either 10 months or uh, 10 days. The point is less. But then it already makes sense, because you put Yameen more than uh, Asor. But once already said, Yameen, it's a month. Now even though you can uh, say that this needs Hakan if I got married before Matan Torah, and uh, really, in Medin, Mekodim Matan Torah, but you're not learning a halakha over here. You're learning a, like a, 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 a practice. You're learning a mitziut. And it takes uh, 12 months uh, for a betulah to get ready. It's not really halakha. Once already you see the practice, you can now apply it to a halakha. 
Now the 30 days for an almanah, the Gemara does not bring a source for. So you have to assume that it's obviously less. So the Gemara just says some sevarah that all she needs is a uh, month. They don't have to need, bring a, uh, a, a source for that. Okay. Comes the Gemara now says, Amar Bizera. Rebizera says, Tana. Ketana, you have a minor, a girl, that's uh, less than 12 years old. Ben hi uben abiha yichodim le'akiv. Whether she or her father, they can me'akiv, they can delay. Delay what? Let's assume that she is mekudeshet. Okay? She has a right to come along and say, listen, I'm not ready, I want to wait until I become a gedolah. Or for that matter, the father has a right to tell the husband, listen, you know, she is not ready yet, she wants to wait until she becomes a uh, gedolah. So, which means gedolah, when she becomes, let's say, 12, uh, 12 years old. So comes the Gabbana and says, I understand that she should have the ability to be me'akiv. Why should she have the ability to be me'akiv? Because uh, she knows that she's not ready. And she knows what she's uh, getting into, and she's not the, she's not the mature. She knows that uh, she can have responsibilities of getting married, and she's uh, she doesn't want to. She's too young to, to get married, so of course she can be ma'akiv. aviha, but what do you mean the father can be ma'akiv? If she's ready to get married, so what does the father care? If she's already katana, she's engaged. Yeah, she says I'm ready to get married now. The father can come along and say, no, you're not ready, uh, uh, wait. Why? If she's the one that's saying wait, okay, she knows herself. But uh, why can the father me'akev her when she's a kitana? Uh, so the Gemara says, Sabat, because the father holds like this, Hashta lo yad'a. She doesn't know what she's getting into. The mahar, tomorrow when she gets married, nimreda. What is she going to do? She's going to see how difficult it is, our responsibilities, whatever it may be. And she's going to rebel against her husband. And she's going to get divorced. And what's going to end up happening? She's going to come back. And all her financial responsibilities, they fall on me again. I'm going to have to get a taxi team again, and all this not again, all that. So the father definitely can have a say. Because he knows. He listen, she doesn't know what she's getting into, this girl over here. She, she's not ready yet. He, he can't be na'akib because it's on him when she comes back to uh, support her again. Look at she. Third line. Mimreda v'nafka. Timrod b'ba'ala. Shelo tuchal lisbol. She's not going to be able to handle it. V'tetse. V'tavo elaya achit tigdal. And she's going to come back until she becomes a gedola. V'nimseti sadiq na takshitim ahalim. Now I've got to put another set of takshitim. I've got to pay again for takshitim. So therefore I'm paying. I have a right to to delay. Amar bi'abab bar-levi. En poskim ala ketana lehasi'a kishihi ketana. Okay. Rule. A father is not posek, does not uh, uh, make a decision, let's say, to marry his daughter when she's a kitana, to marry her off when she is a kitana. Which means he doesn't set her up to get married when she's a kitana. Aval poskin ala kitana Which means, the girl's a kitana now. You don't start uh, being posek for her that she should get married when she's a kitana. 
We don't want to get her to get married when she's a ketana. But the father can start setting it up when she's a ketana that the marriage should take place when she is a gedola. Okay, look at uh, that she. Again, it's a big Torah for a ketana to assume the role of a nisuah. So we don't tell the fathers, don't, don't, don't marry off when she's a uh, nisuah, ketana. Avad poskin vedavka beno kedushin. Oh, now this is talking about over here where she was not mikudeshet yet. Avad kedushin bekatnut lo ad shetigdal v'tomah b'floni anirotza. That she comes along and says that uh, even Kiddushin, a person should not marry off his uh, daughter until she becomes a Gedola. Which means uh, you're not supposed to, even though we learned earlier that technically a father has a right to marry off his daughter when she's a uh, Kitana. So Tosfot actually uh, uh, delves into this. Actually, we have to say, Mufarshim say, when it says, it biti natati laisha so they want to say that that could be talking about where she is a ne'ara, but not when she is a ketana. That's one answer that they want to say. Yeah, he wants to say, Umashim vo'ar b'gemara le'el, she'av yachol lasi bito ba'al korha, medubar b'ne'ara ve'lo b'ketana, or another answer, Shemeikar ad-din, he's mutar, avad sheyesh b'zi isu banan. So two answers, which means one answer is really, he shouldn't marry her off Kiddushin until she becomes a ne'ara. Second answer, he can, he can marry her off with Kiddushin, that's from the Torah law. But the Gemara is advising, you know what, don't even make a Kiddushin uh, when she's a Kiddana, against her will, because it's not, uh, it's not beneficial. And here the Gemara is saying that which means when she's still a Kiddana, you don't start uh, uh, establishing for her that she should get married already as a Kiddana. However, but you can prepare when she's a Kiddana, that she consummate that she get the Nisuin when she is a, uh, a Gedona. The Gemara says, Peshita. Says, uh, it's Pashut. Why is it Pashut? You know, she can't handle it. What's, what's, the, what's, what's the question? So the question is, Maybe you might have thought that you shouldn't even talk about her getting married when she's a Ketanah at all. Because she's going to get her scared. She's going to get uh, and she's not with She's going to get and she's going to become weak. Getting her married once she become a gedola, and you might have to maybe don't even talk about this because of gedola. You're gonna stop think the anticipation of getting married, the anxiety, the pressure, whatever it is. She might become hachadata. Uh, no, we're not worried about hachadata. Uh, it's uh, it's okay. Good. So technically, really, you shouldn't neither you shouldn't do anything when she's gedola. You shouldn't make kedusha when she's gedola. And you shouldn't make the su'in either when she is a ketana. That's the bottom line what comes out. You have to wait till she becomes a gedola to do all these uh, to do all these items. That's the way that she's understanding. Right, shidduchin you can do. Shidduchin is uh, is not irusin. Shidduchin is preparing it. But for when she becomes a gedola, the hadush you can talk about it. Don't think that she's going to become uh, scared and pressured. Kabash malan, it's okay. Okay, Amar Avuna. Another interesting halakha. Bagra yom ehad v'nitkadesha. A girl becomes a bogeret. What's a bogeret? 
12 and 6 months. 12 and 6 months, she receives Kiddushin. She's a Betula. Now how long do we say Betula gets? 12 months. So the Gibra says over here, no. She gets 30 days like an almana. What's the logic over here? So that she says, From even the time of the Irusin. She It seems in the olden days already, once a lady became a Bogir at 12 and 6 months, she was old. So therefore, by 12 and 6 months, she's been preparing already her tekshitin from before. So she doesn't need 12 months already. She has already the tekshitin. Whatever she needs for marriage is really done. So therefore, when once a girl's a bulgarian and she gets uh, proposed in Irusin, start the clock for 30 days like an almana. Okay? Now the Tosfot comes along and says, V'im Tomar, Tosfot Bagra, U'matnitin diktani demeshetava'a well, we said in the Mishnah that it's 12 months. Well, You tell me it's 30 days for a Bulgarit. Didn't we just learn that you shouldn't marry your girl off when she's a Kitana? So when did you marry off the girl? You made Kiddushin on the girl when she was a Ne'ara. How many months from Na'arat to Bagrut? It's only six months. So therefore, give me the case in the Mishnah that you're saying that you give a betula 12 months. I thought once she becomes a Bogeret, it's only 30 days. So you'll never have 12 months from Na'arut to Bagrut. So give me the case where the Mishnah says it's a 12 month uh, calculation. That's the sports question. Only when she got the Kedushin after Bagrut. Even if she got married a day before uh, Bagrut, then already it's 12 months. Yes, which means, uh, once a girl becomes a Bulgarian, already she, she's becoming a Bulgarian, she prepares everything so she'll be ready immediately. But so long as it's before the time of Bagrut, any time before the Bagrut itself, she's not fully uh, prepared. So therefore, the Mishnah says, any time before Bagrut, it's automatically 12 months. Once she reaches the Bagrut stage, everybody we say it's a, it's a 30, day, uh, 30 day period. Bagrut must be ready. Before Bagrut, already she's not, uh, you know, she, she figures uh, she, has, uh, she has time. And she's Mikudesh already. So, so she's happy that she's Mikudesh before Bagrut. She's not going to prepare her uh, stuff that first. But when she doesn't become Mekudesha before the Magrut stage, she gets um, nervous a little, so she prepares everything. Okay. So it's a 30-day item at the Magrut. Gebra says, Metibe. We have a question. Bagra, Harei Kitbu'ah. Once a girl becomes a Bulgarian and becomes Mekudesha, she has a deen of a Tibu'ah. Tibu'ah means like a girl that was proposed to. So the Gebra says, My love Kitbu'ah de Betulah. Must be wild, like a tibu'ah, a bitula that has 12 months. No, kitbu'ah de almana. No, tibu'ah de almana, which is 30 days. Okay, easy question, easy answer. Tashema. Bogeret shishata shenem asar chodesh. Okay, you have a bogeret, what, she waited uh, 12 months. 
רבי אליעזר אומר, הואיל וחייב בעלה במזונותיה, now ready, we have to 12 months, he's חייב to give her מזונות. So the Gemara says, יפר. You can also now enjoy the rights to make a farat nedarim. Normally, a na'ara me'orasa, when she's engaged, aviyah uva'ala mefilim nedariya. It's a joint. To be mefil nedarim, you have to have the father and the husband. Mashi'enke, once she's already married, the father loses his rights to have farat nedarim, and it goes to the husband. The hadush over here is, once already the 12 months pass him a bulgarit, now already, once he starts to support her, he also gets the rights of הפרת נדרים אקסקלוסיבלי. ראשי, יפר נדריה בלא שותפות דאב. ושמעינה מינית בוגרת נמאנו עיה במזונותיה עד שתשייה בחודש. But what do you see in the It's a 12-month situation. My בוגרת. You told me that בוגרת is 30 days, but the brightest tell me that בוגרת is really 12 months. So the Gemara says, Emma, are you reading the brighter wrong? Read the brighter like this. בוגרת? It's two cases. The Bulgarian case, which is really a 30-day situation, and the regular case of Vitulah that waited 12 months. Now the law is, once they start eating Mizonot, the husband gets full rights. We read it as Bulgarian that gets the 12 months. No, 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 no. Bulgarian, comma. That's one case. She gets her 30 days. And a girl that gets 12 months, a normal case, then the dean is, uh, she eats uh, mezonot, therefore the husband gets half uh, another day. It's two cases. That's she. Veshishahata, veachikavar, bogeret lesov sheloshim, veanarash shatach lemasar chodesh. Good. Comes Gabran says, Okay, that's end of the Once already she starts eating mezonot, then the husband makes a farandrim. Tashema. Hamearis et abetula. A person makes irusin to a betula. Ben shetav ha'ba'al. Whether the husband was the tovah, which means he already proposed for the marriage. Vihi me'akivit. Right, now she's, uh, she's postponing. Sorry, the delay is coming from her. Uben shetav ahi. Or let's say she made the proposal, so to speak. Listen, I want to get married. Ubal ba'akir. Now the husband is delaying. How long do they have? Notnim la shenem asar chodesh mishat tivi'ah. Okay, it goes from the tivi'ah aval lo mishat irusin. Doesn't start from the irusin. It starts from the time of the clock. Starts from the time of the tivi'ah. Ubagra. Oh, and a girl that becomes a bogeret harei kitbuah. She has a deen automatically like a tivuah, meaning ketzad. Bagra yomehavret kadsha notnim la shnem asar chodesh. Wow, this is the knockout. The beferush brighter. There's no other way to read this brighter. Bagra yomehad that she received the the kedushin, the irusin. Yeah, when a man, the bride, that says clearly, it is a 12-month uh, period. Ah, you told me till now, it's, uh, she's like an almanah, it's 30 days. Now, the end of the bride, that says a strange language. Ul We don't know what this means yet, ul That doesn't make any sense, arusa doesn't get 30 days. So we're going to wait for the Gebarat to explain that last line of the bride, but let's get back to our point. Tiyufta deravuna. Knock out, which means it cannot be 30 days. So the ma'aseh, just like a regular na'ara gets 12 months from the time of the tibi'ah, a bogeret also gets 12 months from the time of the 
There's no difference. Comes the Gemara and says, "My de la arusa shloshim yom." What does that mean when it said arusa is thirty days? Amar of Papaki Kamar, Bogeret sheavru alei shenem asar chodesh bebagrut v'nit kadesha notnim la shloshim yom ke almana. What's the case? A bogeret. You have a bogeret that 12 months passed while she was a bogeret. Now what happened? She got mikudeshet 12 months after her bagrut. Meaning, 12 and 6 months is bogeret. Right? So now she became mikudeshet 13 and uh, 6 months. In that case, so it's 30 days. Because already she had a year in her bagrut. When do we say we give the bogeret 12 months? When it's a bogeret yom ehad. She's 12 and 6 months. Now you get mikudeshet. Start the clock. She gets 12 months. The hadush of arusa shiloshin means if a bogeret that waited the 12 months now became meureset. So now already it's a 30-day item. So there is a case where Bulgaria has uh, 30 days. That's a Bulgaria that already got engaged after 12 months already. Mm. But if a Bulgaria got engaged immediately, once she became a Bulgaria, it's 12 months like everybody else. So therefore it's 12 months, Almanah is 30 days, Bulgaria after 12 months is a uh, 30-day period like an Almanah. The Gemara, first wide line, quotes from the Mishnah, Egiya Zman Velo Nisu. Okay, now we have to understand the whole subject of teruma. When a lady eats teruma or doesn't eat teruma, you know, in the Torah, once a lady is in arusa, the Torah says uh, that the kinyan kaspo, the acquisition of a kohen, which means his wife, his avid, even though they're non-kohanim, since there is acquisition in the Torah, they eat teruma. That's a halacha, and therefore, certainly in the Torah, in arusa. It's Truma, she's a Kenyan. That's an acquisition. But the rabbis made a Gezerah that they don't want her to eat when she's in Arusa. One of the reasons they made this Gezerah is the following. Hakamim were concerned that since she's in Arusa, she's still connected to her father's house. They're worried that the husband's going to give her now Truma, she's going to go back home. And she unintentionally is going to give the tirumah to her brothers. And her brothers are non koanim And therefore she's giving tirumah to a stranger. So the Vahakamim made a gizrat said, you know what, when she's in Arusa, we don't want her eating a tirumah until chuppah. Once we have chuppah, then already she's by the husband, and therefore you're not, you're not, you're not concerned. Even before chuppah, according to our Mishnah, once already the 12 months passed, the logic is give her tirumah. Ah, she might go home, she's not going home. Once the husband already is obligated to give a mezonot, what he would usually do is, he also gives her a residence as well. Also gives her a place where you know she's going to stay. And therefore she's not going home that fast. So therefore you don't have to worry about the uh, gezerah. So the Kabbalah is going to speak that out. Kabbalah says, Amar Uda Devar Torah, meaning Minat Torah, Arusa Bat Yisrael Ochelet Betrumah. That's the deen. Shere Amar Vechoen Ki Yikne Nefesh Kinyan Kaspo. 
Good, she's also considered Kenyan Kaspo. What's the reason why the rabbis came along and imposed that she cannot eat? We're worried that what? That she might, they might pour for her a course in our father's house. Right? We're worried that she might give the Tirumat to our brothers and sisters. So it's the same question. I don't care if the 12 months passed, why should she start eating Tirumah? She's still really not married. She's just about the problem. She might go home. So the Gemara says, Already he prepares for a place. He prepares her residence. Once already he's giving her mezonot, he gives her a place to stay. So we're not worried that she's going to go home. So the Gemara says, huh? He doesn't give her a place. Oh, he does. That, that, that's what they do. Once he starts giving a mizonot, the minhag is that uh, she gets uh, she gets a place to stay. So we're not we're not worried about that. So comes the Gemara and says that she says duchta miyachel da mehar shuzan otat tamid motziam mibet avia umiyachel da makom shelot tafsid mizonotav lehalekam nekrobea. There's a reason why he gives her a residence. He's going to start feeding her. She's going to take the food home. Mm-hmm. And now he's got to give her extra food because he's, he's supporting his, uh, some, his potential wife and all his uh, brothers-in-law and sisters-in-law. He don't want to do that. So then you know what? Listen, I'll support you, but you stay over here so you don't bring any of the food home so I don't have, because it costs me extra money. It saves him money by uh, getting him getting her a place. And I'm at, uh, so the Gavara has a question. Lakit Kohen Yisrael. Lakit Kohen is a Kohen worker. We had that word Lakit earlier. Lakit is a Sahir. A guy that hires himself out, and he's a Kohen. Now, the Lakit Kohen can eat Terumah. He's working but for a Yisrael employer. Lo lichul betrumah. We should make an imposition that the workers should not eat Terumah. Dilma atul mechal ba'adeh. That maybe the employer is Yisrael unintentionally is going to come and eat from his workers' food. I want you, once, once already you start telling me Gizirot, that the girl might go home and feed her family, so make a new, make a new law. The, uh, a Yisrael cannot have a Kohen worker by him, eating Tirumah, because uh, they might uh, share food together. Kibra said, there's no such Gizirot like that. Why? What are you talking? They're feeding him. He's the worker. They're giving him food. You think they're going to eat from him? It's the opposite in the work, in case you feed the worker. You don't eat from the worker's food. There's no, uh, there's no reason to make such a gizera. Rav Shemuel bar Rav Yudamar Mishum Simfon. No reason. Rav Yudamar Shemuel says like this. Minat Torah, lady can eat terumah from the stage of Erusin. Kenyan Kaspo. Why did the rabbis impose no terumah? Because of the principle of simfon. Simfon literally means bitul. Bitul means a nullification. What are we worried about nullification? We're concerned what's going to happen. The guy's going to get married. And what's going to happen? He's going to find out that his wife has certain blemishes, certain balimumin, things like that, that he's unacceptable for him. And then what's going to end up happening? It's going to be considered a mekah ta'ut. Yes, I don't know she has these blemishes over there. If I knew these blemishes, I would never have married her. Also, the mafreya, the kiddushin, was kiddushet ta'ut. 
And therefore, that Tiruma that she was eating was eaten unlawfully. So therefore, we don't let a lady, when she's a Mi'ureset, eat Tiruma, Dilma, the husband might find the movement out later on. And therefore, the Kiddushim will be Kiddushet. Whenever she ate all this time uh, unlawfully, that she says, Mishum Simfon. Okay, that's why we said she can't eat until the time of Mizunot, and we'll see exactly what that helps. Simfon, just giving you that show. What does the word Simfon mean? Hubitun, meaning nullification. Kegon Shovar Shetar. In the halakha, when a person has a star, you owe me a thousand dollars, right? A guy writes a receipt that is paid. Karui Simfon. So the receipt is called the symphon. Why? Because it breaks the star. Umum isha. You have a blemish in a lady. Oh, bebehema. Shemibatel amekah. Now that's a, that's also a, it's a deal breaker. So that, that, that's mevatel the moon. That's mevatel the kinyan. Karui symphon. Ve'acha gazur ba'ashema yimsa ba'amum v'nimsiu kedushet ta'ut u'betelim v'nimsa she'achla zara betruma. Good. So comes Gamran says, "Iyache nichnesa leupa velon nivela nameh." We have a law that says that what once a lady is nichnas the chupa, right? Once already she enters the chupa, it's permissible for her to eat tiruma uh, even before she's nivela, even before biah. What do you mean? Before biah, he didn't see her. Uh, he didn't see her mumin. So therefore, if you're going with the moon factor, <laughs> that should not be the, uh, the, the cut-off point. Which is the cut-off point for the Ma only has to be after Biyah. After Biyah already knows Hamumimuna. Uh, so the Gemara says, Hatam Mivdak Badikla Badar Me'ayel. Which means, he checks her out before he brings her in. What do you mean he checks her? He can't check her out before he marries her. He sends his family members already after 12 months when he knows that he has to start uh, support, so he doesn't want to waste his money. So therefore, after 12 months, he already sends his family members, go check her out to see if she has any uh, mumin. So by that time already, before that time, it's not costing him anything. Right, that's not costing him anything. But once 12 months comes, now he's got to pay Mizorot. Now he doesn't want to pay Mizorot for a certain amount of time, and all of a sudden he finds that she's bound to risk. So therefore, by that time he knows where she's holding. So there's no, there's no, there's no uh, uh, problem of Simfon. I'm not worried, if he finds a moon, she'll never eat the Ruma. If there's no moon, she's fine, because she'll know at that point. Now she says, He doesn't know that he doesn't know the at that point. According to the Mishnah Harona, the Mishnah Harona, which is Mishnah Yishura, said she can start eating Tiruma after 12 months. Mishnah Harona said, what well, she cannot eat Tiruma until she enters the Chupa. But everybody agrees it's before Biyah. Uh, before Biyah, we assume that she doesn't know, he doesn't know what she looks like. Ah, uh, you have a problem of, uh, that she might find the move. Mm-hmm. Of course, she can't, the Kasha Mishigiyah is around the Mishnah Yishuna. Of course, she can't. The Mishnah Yishuna says 12 months. She is, the question is, Ben the Mishnah Yishuna, Ben the Mishnah Harona. Mishnah Yishuna, you can start eating Tiruma after 12 months. Yeah. And she doesn't know what she looks like. So the Gemara says that she mevdak badikla biyad kerobotav. He sends the relatives to go uh, check her out to see what she looks like. Oh, ila meata three lines on the bottom. Point it is. 
עבד כהן שלקחו מישראל לא ליכון בתרומה משום סמפון which means like this you have an עבד כהן what's that case? the עבד of a כהן now what's the law of an עבד of a כהן? he eats קניין כספו right? So again, Eved Kohen Shilakom Yisrael Lo Lichul Betruma Mishum Simfon Maybe What's going to happen? The Kohen employer or owner He should not give his worker who's Eved who's Kenyan Kaspot Teruma because maybe the guy's going to have a boom and therefore the Kenyan's going to be Batel and therefore there's no Kenyan Kaspot which means you're worried about a boom by a girl the same thing could happen by Eved. Maybe the guy's got some type of boom in there that can be mevatel the Kenyan. How did you let a, uh, a a Kohen employer or Kohen, I'll say, master feed his Eved Yisrael Teruma? Maybe there'll be a problem of Simfon. So the Gemara says, well, let's analyze. Simfon ba'avadim leka. So let's just think of Simfon ba'avadim. What, what kind of boom are you going to find by an Eved? Why? De'i de'abrai. If it's an external moon, the guy's a moon on his face or his body, hakazele, he saw it already, which means he knows what he's buying. When he buys, he sees it. Yeah. Now, e de gavai. Now, if it's an internal wound, lemlacha kabai, v'shebaseter lo shpatle. What's he care? He has a moon under his clothes. He's not marrying guy, but it's his worker. So then what does he care? It's not a moon fame. So if a man of chak, if it's if it's if it's on the outside, he sees it. If it's on the inside, look patte. Oh, but there's other types of mumin. There's not physical mumin, there's blemishes of character. So the Gibbara says, Nimsa Ganav. Let, let's say he finds out the guy's a Gandav, the guy's a thief, his worker's a thief. Oh Kubiustos. Kubiustos is he's a kidnapper. Gunevni Fashot. So you see over here, uh, the, the guy could have a moon like that. So comes the Gebaran says, Higi'o. What is Higi'o? That she says, Lilokayah. Which means, the Mekah is a, the Kenyan is a Kenyan. Ve'ena Mekah Batel. That doesn't Batel a, uh, a, uh, a sale. Why? Ubraitahi, Bebab Batab Amokhir, Pirota Mokhir, Ibn Dahabiru. Venemsak Ganavo Kubiustos. Higi'o. Because you have to know the majority of Abadim, they get Zanim, they get Navim. Yeah, no, you, you, you gotta know that. Which means the guy's a Ganav. So what do you mean? Your father is a Ganav. You should have known he's a Ganav. They're not the highest class of people, these Abadim over here. So therefore, that's not considered a moon, that's gonna be Batel de Mecca. So if you find that he's a ganav, what would you expect? That, 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 that's what, that's what the, uh, the, 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 the industry is. So the Gemara says, My Ika, what about the case, which you, what, what, what else do you got? What, 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 you tell me moon. What other moon could you have? So the Gemara says, Listim Mizuyan. The guy could be an armed robber that kills, uh, that kills people. Which means, is He steals uh, privately. But maybe the guy's an armed robber, the guy steals in the broad daylight with a, with a gun and all that. Uh, or maybe the guy's wanted by the uh, government. Maybe the guy committed some sort of crime with the government's after him and they, 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 want, they want to kill him. As she says, 
The Gemara is really asking like, uh, you know, rhetorical. Uh, what are you asking me? It's not so common. It's not so common. All these items, you hear about it, which means there's no way you're going to buy an Evid and not know that the guy's wanted by the government or the guy's a, the guy's a, the steam Mizuyana. She says, Kala Itlu, Vesavar, Vekabil, which means if he bought him, he accepted it. He doesn't care. So therefore, you can't call that a moon that's going to be the Mecca. So by Avadim, it doesn't matter. You'll never have a case of an Evid Yisrael that's working for a Kohen. An Evid Yisrael. An Evid. We call him cannot even. That's working for a, a Kohen that you're going to tell me cannot eat Terumah. Uh, because uh, the moon. If it's outside, he saw it. If it's inside, he doesn't care. If it's uh, uh, Ganav and all that, we know he's got a noisy Ganav. That's not going to be Vatel the Mecca. If he has one of these major uh, criminal activities, you're going to hear about it. If you heard about it, you still bought him. So that means uh, you don't care about it either. Now the Kamenach comes along and says, My Benayu. Oh, very important. We gave two logics in why an Arusa cannot eat Tirumah. Reason number one, because of she might take the food home back to her father's house. Reason number two, because of simfon, because of the moon factor. He might see mumimina. So the Gabbara wants to know, give me nafkaminot between the two, the two reasons. So the Gabbara gives two nafkaminot. Ika benayu, kibel, kama, masar vehalach. <coughs> he handed her over and left. Now she explains the nafkaminot. Kibel masar v'alach. Kibel alav ba'al etamumin l'simfon l'ekal l'mehash l'shema tashkel l'achia v'l'achota ikal l'mehash. Which means, let's say, a girl has mumin. Okay? He sees the mumin. Yeah. And he comes along and says, you know what? I accept the mumin. I look patly on the mumin. So at that point, once he accepts already the mumin, he give it to the immediately. But she ain't going to go with the reason that she might take the food home back to her father's house. Uh, I don't care if he accepted the mumin. That's not my factor. So the first nafkamari would be kibbel. What is kibbel? Kibbel love the mumin. So therefore we'll be able to eat the tiruma at an earlier stage. Once he uh, accepts upon, let's say she's more dead, I have mean and such and such a moon and all that over there, before the Kiddushin, or after the Kiddushin, before the, before the Chupa. He comes along and says, I have this, she, she says, you know what, look patli, I don't care that you have this moon, I'm still going to marry you. Okay, boom, at that point, right, according to some foreign reason, eat right away. We know he's not going to be a tiruma retroactively, he already accepted. But according to the issue that he's gonna, she's going to take the food home, you still have that issue. Next, uh, Rashi, Masar. Now let's say different ways to get your, 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 the daughter married. So one way was that the father would give over his daughter to the shiluhim of the baal. Now let's analyze it ourselves. She's given over now for marriage. Point is, she's not coming back home. So from that standpoint, if you go with the reason of that she might come back home, already once the father gives over to the messengers of the husband, she can eat to Rumah. But according to the Simfon reason, she cannot, because the husband didn't check her out yet to see if she has mumin. Or, mm-hmm. Or, 
That's the last one, halach. Which means, let's say the father <coughs> went with the shiduchayah um, av, uh, or the shiduchayah av went with the agents of the baal. Which means they followed her. They didn't just give her over. They walked with her and the shiduchayah to the husband's house. The point is, once the shiduchim are even walking with her, that's it, they gave her over. And therefore, we're not worried about she's going to come back home. But you're worried about something. So technically, you have three nafkaminot. The last two are the same. Which means the first one is obviously kibel. He accepts upon himself the mumin. Or masar. He gave her over in totality to the shirim. Or halach. Meaning he went with the shiluqim. Or the shiluqim went with the shiluqim of the Baal. Bottom line, she's out of the domain of the father. I'm not concerned that she might come back home. But I'm still concerned about some fall. Baruch Amen.